0: Talking about something that affects so many people but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn and to spouses looking for support.
1: This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas.
0: We hope this can help you on your journey.
1: Enjoy! to share this review with you that we were going to read at the end of the podcast but now you get it at the beginning so happy birthday
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right i got this email from the wife of a client this last week and it just made my day i love hearing this stuff right it's one of my favorite things about doing what i do so she says hey danny i feel like we're good friends even though we've never met and you have no idea who i am winky face. <laughs> oh, I'm off to a great start already. No, it's just so nice, right? Okay, uh, <laughs> she says. But I know you a little, a little bit anyway, and just wanted to take a minute to thank you for the great work you are doing. My husband joined your coaching program a month or so ago, and though the two of you have only met three or four times so far, the difference I have observed in him over the last few short weeks has been beautiful. He laughs and jokes and teases more. He is excited and focused and motivated. He is less stressed, less heavy, less frustrated. He is light. He's always been pretty darn incredible to me, but now he's believing it too. And it's so so thrilling. So So, thank you for working and fighting and pushing through your own challenges and trials and using your experiences to help others work and fight and push through theirs. Thank you for creating your wonderful coaching program. Thank you for working to understand and empower your clients. Thank you for your time and effort. You're doing a great work indeed. Thanks. Okay, so first of all, yeah, I've created this coaching program. I've done a lot. I put in the work right to be a coach, but this is about my client here. He's the one doing the heavy lifting here, and I love what he's been able to create in such a short time for himself just by tweaking a few little things, applying some of these basic concepts and tools, and investing in himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like he's the hero here. He's the guy that's making it happen. Um, and I just love that I get to be a part of that. I'm grateful.
1: So awesome. Yeah. We love these emails.
0: Yeah, let us know. If any of you other people want to let us know anything like this, we can share it. Like, people like hearing it too, I think.
1: Yep. Success you can also, stories are fun. Yes, and you can also... Give us reviews on iTunes, we would love to hear what you have to say.
0: Yep, thanks guys. Hey, what's up guys?
1: Hey guys, how's it going?
0: Good to be here today. I, whew, it felt, you know, does it ever feel for you like it's a mountain to get to the grocery store and get the groceries and bring them home and unload them and put them all away? That's kind of how it felt to me this morning, I'm going to be honest.
1: You know, the fact that you did go to the grocery store with all the kids, I felt like I was like at the top of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did.
0: I was at the bottom climbing up, and you're like, like just sweet. enjoying the Finish view. At my the workout. Top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? I will say this. Uh, my kids, they showed me how to make it fun. And they were like helping out at the checkout line, and they helped go grab stuff. They were into it today. And I was like bagging the stuff while they were loading it on the the, the conveyor belt thingy and um they're like laughing and making a game out of it i was like wow i don't know it could be so fun doing grocery shopping they like showed me something today it was good
1: it's actually like one of my favorite games as a kid really but for me i had to have the cool like uh paper where you add things up and a cool calculator like Mm. that made it very there's my accountant side coming in wow the math part even the math part was fun (laughs) fun
0: but I, you know, I also was thinking, I remember a few years ago when going to the store with three kids, like would floor me like almost the rest of the day, just like, Ugh. Or, for two I, days. or I just wouldn't even do it. Like, it was like not an option. Um, it was just terrifying to me. Now it's just, I don't know, mildly mortifying. No, <laughs> um, it's really not, a, That's... not as bad as it used to be. Um, we got it done. Got it done. Kids showed me how to make it fun. So, what we're talking about is this idea of a substitute, okay? Um, A lot of... Okay, so we're talking about guys who are trying to quit porn, but this can apply to anyone who's trying to quit any kind of habit, right? Mm -hmm. Lindsay, you're giving me a funny look. Why are you looking at me like
1: that? I'm just laughing about something you said, Hmm? that's all. All right, all right.
0: (laughs) So, uh, keep giving me your funny looks, I can handle it. Gotten them the rest of our marriage. So... uh, (laughs) So whether you're trying to quit porn specifically or not, (laughs) um, this will apply to you, okay? It applies to any kind of habit change you're trying to make. Um, What I see with a lot of guys who are trying to quit porn is they think that maybe they need to substitute the porn with something. Mm, Why is that? And this is an idea that I remember hearing as a teenager. I've heard it a lot of times and um this idea that you need to replace it like yeah okay like change your habit but you also have to have something to replace it and um even though you know james clear atomic habits guy he he might talk about this too in his book right is that what you're saying lens
1: yeah i love that guy such a a good good book.
0: book he's yeah awesome and such a useful book um and even though I get the idea behind it, let's just check how we approach this. Because there's a way to approach it that might not be helping you as much as you think. And there's a way to approach it that might be more helpful. So that's what we're offering here, okay? Um, so here's the thing if you think I need a substitute, right? I need to substitute porn with something. What are you smiling <laughs> at? Then um, basically do you wanna say something?
1: No, it's just well, I will after. I just waiting here. Your... Just go ahead. No, I was just thinking with <laughs> sorry. No, I was just thinking with the James Clear thing. Like he's an awesome author and I love his book. And what we're kinda of talking about is like the mindset behind kind of changing your habits, I guess. So that's kinda of where Danny Danny's digging into is your actions might when you do stop looking at porn or you do change a habit. Your actions might look the same whether you're changing your mindset or not. And so what Danny's focusing on today is the mindset behind any shift of anything that you're wanting to change.
0: Mm, Yeah, that probably clarifies things a little bit. Thank you for that. Uh, Okay, so if in your mind you are thinking that I need a substitute, right, then um, here's the problem with that. First of all, let's ask, why do you need a substitute? Why is it a need? Where does this word need come from, mm-hmm. right? Like, I have to have a substitute. Is it necessary? Um, and the problem is, this kind of implies that you needed porn. That there was some need there that had to be filled in the first place. Mm-hmm. And you were filling that with porn. And that's why you still need something to fill that same void, but just with a replacement. Okay. It's kind of a sneaky way uh, that we accidentally buy into this idea that we needed porn at mm-hmm. any point along the way.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of that analogy <clears throat> or metaphor that that guy who wrote that book about smoking did. Yeah. That analogy about Alan the Carr's shoe,
0: Easy Way to Stop
1: Smoking? The shoe that's too tight. That's kind of a yeah. fun one. Do you want to tell him that quick shoe analogy?
0: Uh, I'd have to think through what it
1: meant exactly so really quickly like with with smoking basically what people are doing is they're picking up a cigarette to get the the relief right picking up a cigarette to find relief and so he kind of alludes to the idea of people wanting to like take off a shoe that's too tight right but what he wants to offer is this idea that you don't have to put on the shoes that are too tight in the first place yeah
0: yeah
1: and so i think it can kind of yeah no it's true
0: and that's i mean if someone told you to go do that like go put on some really tight shoes that hurt Mm -hmm. and then see how good it feels after four hours Mm -hmm. right like would you want to do that i mean you know some girls do this with heels just to have the cute heels maybe guys i know some guys who wear those narrow leather alligator skin boots (laughs) or whatever and man my wide feet do not like those um
1: you just haven't tried the right breath <laughs> maybe
0: you're right <laughs> but would you really go do it like like if you didn't have to or if you weren't going for that look that day right would you want to have the uncomfortable shoes on just to feel that relief or just not put them on in the first place i love it and with the way that porn affects your brain um especially high speed internet porn nowadays it it's the porn that actually creates the void in the first place because your brain adjusts from the overload of dopamine and other stuff going on. And then it takes more porn the next time to get the same levels of dopamine in your brain, right? So so it creates this void that only it can fill, but it only partially fills it. Hmm. And so that void can, that's part of why that void can kind of feel like it grows over time.
1: So how would that be with the shoe analogy? Would that even tie in? Like, do you, does it? Feel like it's even tighter and you need more relief, or does that not work? Maybe it doesn't work.
0: Uh, maybe like you'd have to wear the shoes for longer and longer in order to get the same amount of relief over time, or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Have to think. It's not perfect. It isn't perfect, but... but I
1: think it's good to think about. Is like this idea that we're putting them on in the first place and then using that relief anyway. So yeah. Yeah.
0: So then when you think it was like filling some need. It's really just filling this need that it created in the first place. That's the, that's
1: the, that's it. Filling a need that it created in the first place. Yeah. So good.
0: And it can't ever fully fill it because of the way it changes your brain over time. It,
1: mm-hmm. it,
0: it never fully fills it. It, uh, only partially fills it. Yeah. Right. Is this making sense? Okay. So here's what we want to offer to you is there's not a void. There's never been a void. Okay, there's never been a need for that porn. Like, the only thing that said there was a need is a belief you bought into a story that you were told. And this story is told everywhere, okay? Like, we are fed this story.
1: From childhood, really. Yeah. Even before before you might have been, like, taught about what porn was that was still probably being, like, fed to you in some other way.
0: Yeah, whether it's specifically about porn or just kind of about guys and how they behave with sexual things, mm-hmm. right? Um, there are these ideas that uh, that there's, like, some void that has to be filled there, okay? Um, but that's what we're offering to you. There's not a void, okay? Porn created the void, and it's only partially filling it. So, So this can be a helpful way to start looking at it because there's a difference between substituting your porn behavior with another behavior because you think you need it and shifting your focus Mm -hmm. there's a difference between those things right sure so um so instead of like saying i need a substitute what's it gonna be because it's got to fill this void that's that was there let's say you know what there was never a void and maybe i never needed porn i just kind of convinced myself i did and bought into this idea the brainwashing yeah right that a lot of us have gone through yeah um And and there, there never was a void, but instead, just what do I want my focus to be? Okay. Yeah,
1: I think I was just thinking about like a little analogy that could go with this. And, you know, maybe this idea of like the elephant in the room, like, oh, there's the elephant in the room. I can't stop thinking about it. But or what like, if
0: you mean, like when people say, like, don't think about a purple elephant or something. Right.
1: Yeah. Like that elephant in the room thing. But here's the thing: like, what if you just take a few steps back and look around and see <clears> that the room is like ginormous, and there are so many other things to think about or focus on? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got these guys that I work with, and one of my clients he said it this way this last week. He's like, instead of just playing defense, like I'm starting to play a little more offense, and I mm-hmm. like that I like because that. to win a championship. You don't just need defense mm-hmm. or just need offense. You need both, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, and so instead of just spend like like what we do with me and my clients, we spend a lot of time kind of nailing down their reasons why they don't want porn in their life. Mm-hmm. And usually, the reasons they start out with are not helpful and part of why they're going back to to porn in the first place. Mm-hmm. So then we clean it up. And we work through it. Mm-hmm. And I think I t- we've talked about this in another podcast where I talked about having a good why for that. Um, and so then we get to this point where that's all cleaned up. And they're like, yeah, okay. Um, I think I, I know why now. And they're more empowered that way. But then um, there comes a point where instead of just focusing on not doing this thing, mm-hmm. which is you need to do to learn those skills at first, it does become more helpful, too, to focus on what you do want your life to be like Lindsay's just saying you look around the room where do you want your focus to be not because you have to replace it but just because you can and it's going to make your life that much better yeah so that because part of that reason you maybe think you need the porn is because you're trying to escape life right or even the uh victor frankel the man's search for meaning right Mm -hmm. He says we're more likely to, to escape from our life with buffers and things. He doesn't use these words, but things like porn or trying to escape our life when we are not finding meaning in our life in that moment, mm-hmm. okay? And so that's where it's an opportunity, especially when you're starting to uh, remove the porn from your life enough, that distraction, you get to – it's a lot more – and lighter and easier to start exploring what do you want your Mm -hmm. life without porn to look like Yeah, and why is that, right? So instead of just your why for why you don't want porn in your life, like what is your why for your life, Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, like I like the level you're taking this today because generally speaking, I think sometimes when we try to cut something out of our lives, we're subconsciously replacing it without even – Being aware, right? So for me, I remember, you know, like going, like cutting sugar out of my diet for like one or two months and my online shopping picked right up. (laughs) Like just a lot of times we're kind of like subconsciously replacing these buffers or these concentrated hits without even really recognizing it. And so, and you know, for you, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I kind of watched you do is shift between porn, video games, food. Porn, video games, food, yeah. back to food, right? Kind of shift around. Yeah,
0: I, I gained forty pounds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think it's kind of cool where you're taking it today because I feel like it's like once that awareness is there, then yeah. you're like taking it like a level deeper.
0: Yeah, and that's the cool thing is when you're when you do this work to recognize there wasn't a need, there wasn't a void to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, that it just kind of all starts in your mind and how to like make that a more satisfying experience just from the inside out. Okay, so so yes, a next helpful step if you're at that point is to identify what you want your purpose to be for your life, right? And a lot of us have been given lots of ideas of what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we've grown up thinking certain ways and we've picked it up from wherever. But it's a different thing to very intentionally Like identify what you want your purpose to be just because you choose and want that to be your purpose instead of trying to force onto yourself what you've learned in church or from other people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and you can borrow from that stuff, but let's recognize that your purpose and how you interpret that and choose to believe it is a choice either way, whether it's come from your religion, from your parents, from your social groups, uh, wherever it's come from, it's a choice already. But you might just not have been as intentional and direct about it. Mm -hmm. And so going through this and really intentionally choosing what you want your purpose to be for your life, like this can bring that meaning into the day-to-day activities and things that you're doing. Uh, It can make work more satisfying, parenting more satisfying. Um, It makes it just that much more effortless to put your focus where you really want it to be on the things you prioritize most and then you just focus less and less on that thing called porn that you used to think you needed.
1: Yeah, and I think being willing to take the time to do this for yourself, no matter who you are, just getting really clear on what it is that you want and what you want, want your purpose to be, when you're willing to do that, a lot of times, like, I really do think God wants it for you too. He really does. Usually the things that we want are things that would align and like he wants you to want what you want right because he might see more clearly than you what you can do as you seek out your own purpose like he might see that impact more than you can
0: yeah we're we're talking about your deep down wants guys like when you really clear out all the all the garbage and tap into like your genuine authentic only you types of wants Mm -hmm. like there's such power there we're not talking about things that give you dopamine hits that you've kind of conditioned your brain to go after from repeated use, right? Like your genuine wants deep down. So that's what we have for you today. There isn't a void, and um, when there's not a void, then you don't create as many urges for porn, and you end up being more naturally to focus your life on those things you genuinely want instead of on this habit you've been trying to kick for years.
1: Alright, see you guys later. Have a good day. Thanks for joining
0: us. Thanks for listening.
1: If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us, whether it's for both of you or just yourself. You'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you.
0: For more information, or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes.
1: And to our current clients, we love you and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey.